Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of the Song Lines and Tan Lines podcast, a place to take a momentary break from your day-to-day routine. Those returning, thank you. The support is greatly appreciated. Those new to this podcast, welcome. And if you like what you hear and are not a subscriber, you got it. Don't forget to subscribe. Now let's pull up the anchor and set sail into the wonderful season of summer. The weather is turning hot, girls' clothes are getting skimpier, trust me, don't hate that, and the long, ugly, short days of winter are fading into distant memory. Now that summer is upon me, and since my kids will be home for about three months, I want to have time to work on this podcast as much, but don't panic, don't panic, I'm still going to try and keep this podcast going week to week. I thought, since my time will be short, that I could do something different until school arrives again. What I want to do this summer is dive into Jimmy's live albums, something I am calling the Summer of Live. Each week, I'm going to feature one live song and one live song only by Jimmy, and to add a little beef to the episodes, I'm going to include a revisit to a previous episode, episodes that some of my newer listeners might not have heard. Episodes that I think should have more attention, episodes that I enjoyed making, you get the drift, and they can be a little rough because they are older episodes, but still, I want to dive back into them. But before we move on to the Summer of Live next week, I wanted to take this episode and dive into songs celebrating summertime. The first song I featured, the song that opened the episode, was by Van Halen. It's called Summer Nights. And here's more from Wikipedia about the album this song is on. 5150, pronounced 5150, is the seventh studio album by Van Halen. It was released on March 24, 1986 by Warner Brothers Records and was the first of four albums to be recorded with lead singer Sammy Hagar, who replaced David Lee Roth. The album was named after Eddie Van Halen's home studio, 5150 in turn named after a California law enforcement term for a mentally disturbed person. The album hit number one on the Billboard 200 chart, surpassing the band's previous album, 1984, which had peaked at number two behind Michael Jackson's Thriller album, on which Eddie made a guest appearance. And the song Eddie made a guest appearance on was Beat It. In case you want to spin that song when you're done here. Now, on to the second song I want to feature, Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. 
been digging this one for a while now. Drums, please. Here's more about the album this song is on from Wikipedia. Home Base is the fourth studio album released by hip-hop duo DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. The album was released on July 23, 1991, reaching number 12 on the Billboard 200 charts and number 5 on the top R&B hip-hop albums chart. It received generally favorable reviews from critics. The album was certified platinum and won an American Music Award for Favorite Rap Slash Hip Hop Album in 1992. And I hate Will Smith has gotten caught up in all this controversy, because I really do like the dude, and he's put out some cool music and some cool movies, so I just wanted to put that out there. Now, let's get back to the last two songs I want to feature, and they're right in the wheelhouse of this podcast. The third song I'm going to play is a song called Summertime by the No Shoes Nation leader, Kenny Chesney. This is a great song, one of my favorites by him, and it captures summertime perfectly. That's such a great tune. When I hear that song, I can see beach days, cold beers, cold mixed drinks, anything to beat the heat, cold applesauce, cold ice cream, cold apple juice. You, you get the meaning as I listen to it. Here's a bit more about the album it is on from Wikipedia. 
The Road and the Radio is the 10th studio album by American country music artist Kenny Chesney, of course. It was released on November 8, 2005. The album debuted at number one on the U.S. Top Country Albums and U.S. Billboard 200 charts. And I need to give that album a listen. I don't think I've listened to that album in its entirety. Might be a podcast episode. Who knows? Now, one more to go. One last song. And I saved the best for last. It's a song by the Pirate King himself called Summer School. That song will close out the episode. But before we reach that destination, here's a bit about the album it is on from Apple Music. Buffett has been making music since the 60s and has been a star since the early 70s, consistently bringing fans his vacation on wheels with a laid-back groove. An easy smile and tunes that often take a light-hearted approach to poignant matters. His novelist's eye for detail matched with his modest musicianship and ear for excellent backing musicians have helped him keep his music both easily accessible and well-played. The Coral Reefer Band continues to back him here, and the smooth, country-tinged atmosphere gives Buffett plenty of room to tell his tales. Ghost of Gordon Lightfoot are sent south to haunt the easeful swing of beautiful swimmers. Buffett's eternal vacation dreams on the stones-like chunk of summer school and the classic Buffett of Jesse Winchester's Rumba Man go well alongside the chatty hip-hop. Turn up the heat and chill a rosé, and the topically charged a lot to drink about. Buffett's the professional vacationer. He works overtime while sounding like he's taking it easy. Fun to learn all that, and Buffet Hotel, the song Summer School is on, is very underrated. The whole album needs more love and attention, and if you find yourself at a barbecue, or on the beach, or nestled into a hammock as the summer breezes blow, this is a great album to be listening to. It will easily take you away from your day-to-day stress. I can't recommend it enough. Let me drop anchor here and close out the episode. You can hear my voice talking about music on the Audible Ecstasy podcast and talking about horror on the Nightlight Tales podcast. And stay tuned after summer school. I'll be reading a bit more of the Tale of the Golden Pirate and Vashti Mateys. And don't forget to check out the show notes where you can find all my social media areas, where to buy my books, and my Patreon page. And if you enjoy what you hear, don't forget to rate and review this podcast. One last thing, I want to hear your Buffett origin stories. How you became a Jimmy Buffett fan. Several of the podcasts I listen to have been doing this with the artists they cover, so I thought it might be nice to hear your Parrothead origin stories and to share those stories on the podcast. Email is songlinesandtanlines at gmail.com. You can also click the anchor link in the episode notes, and it will take you to a spot where you can leave me a message. You can give me your origin stories or any feedback you so choose by simply using your voice. And if you need something spooky to listen to this summer, be sure to check out the podcast, Jim Harold's Campfire. Yours truly is featured on episode 551, Listen Before It's Gone. Jim only keeps 13 episodes live. That's it. Thanks for listening. Cheers and aloha.
paper You accidentally watch the news You inadvertently find yourself In the vicinity of the blues Bust your ass to get the good life You make a habit out of overtime When the big report card comes Your priorities are way out of line You need to go to summer school Get to the beach or at least in the pool Time to go to summer school Remember what is and what is not cool always thought that was a fun song and a good one to bring summer on right anyways let's get back to the tale of the golden pirate available on amazon and ebook or paperback and on my patreon page for one dollar and a brief disclaimer there are a few salty parts in this next part of the story so if you have kids listening you might want to tune out here and come back later and finish it all right let's get into it she sat there with eyes looking at it The map was mostly silent this time and dark, except for the words under the island, Teskio. The words rang out across the house as Parson looked at Angie. She hadn't heard it. He turned back to the map. The words below the island were alive with light, and this light pulsed like one of those red neon open signs in a cheap, dirty motel window. Parson could almost hear the cracking and sizzling noise it made, just like those heated neon tubes. The red light flushed the room with light, covering their faces, the walls, and the ceiling above with its redness. That light had energy, spiritual energy to it. Parson could feel it as it ran a tingle through his body. The hair on his arms stood up and chills raced down his spine. He wondered if Angie felt it as well. Wow, that's all she could say. I know. She reached over and turned on a lamp, and the light her breast looked even greater. Parson was starting to rise. So you think this is where you're supposed to go? This is where the treasure is? She noticed Parson had started to rise. This gave her a stir. The map was about to become unimportant to both of them very soon. I'm scared. I'm scared to do it. All my life, I have played it straight. I've gotten up each morning and gone to work when I had work to do. I've been a good citizen. I've gone to jury duty. I've never broken the law or had a speeding ticket. I played it by the books. I don't do this sort of thing. It's not in my DNA. You got to do it, Parson. Is that what you want to hear? I wouldn't hesitate if the signs are this strong. I'd be gone yesterday. Down to the coast, spend a few days, find a way to head south. There's nothing holding you here. I have you, my friends, and this house. We aren't much, Parson, and you know that. Cold, but true. She was a passing ship in the night, and Tawny was the closest thing to a best friend. But even he wasn't concrete. She continued, and it was helping. There, that part settled. She paused. I'll look after the house, or Tony will. Hell, one of us will even help you sell it if you want. She paused again. Now that it is settled, is there anything else? Yeah. What? You. Parson rolled up the map and put it to the side. He climbed onto Angie and they started doing the do. Ten minutes later, they were done. And twenty minutes later, they were wrapped up in each other's arms, falling and to sleep. The night passed. A cold morning arrived. It was time to run.